to two groups in this country, patriots and traitors. No middle ground. Disinformation is not simply lies or falsifications. It is the art of having your enemies say what you want them to say. Who would engage in espionage on Twitter? Who would be that stupid? Not me. It's very important to educate people about these techniques. They have the Great Reset, we have the Great Awakening. Another type of active measure is the agent of influence. And why shouldn't I root for Russia? Because Which I am. You know, it's very hard for journalists to accept that this has been going on. What do you get your opinions from? TV? Disinformation is actually a deliberately distorted or manipulated information that is uh, leaked into the communication system of the opponent with the expectation that it would be accepted as genuine information and uh, influence either the decision-making process, for example, or to influence or manipulate public opinion. I want to see these people go through misery because of their grooming against our children. Some questions remain unanswered. What is the effect of all these active measures? I did nothing wrong. Welcome to a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast, where we cut through the noise and help you make sense of the chaotic information space around us. I'm Griff Somke. And I'm Jay McKenzie. We get asked a lot on this show, and we even ask ourselves this all the time. How did this person become an extremist? What made them this way? Are they true believers or opportunistic grifters? And I think the reality is it's it's pretty rare to ever really know. And it usually doesn't actually matter anyway. Yeah. Because once you become an extremist and once you become the person that spews hate and lies and keeps going, once there's really nothing that can give you pause and make you stop what you're doing, it really doesn't matter much why you're doing it. Yeah. Cause you're going out there every day and doing it over and over again. And even if you feel bad about it later, that isn't stopping the hurt and damage you're causing. You sold your soul, or oftentimes you never had one to begin with. And yet sometimes when you look at one of these figures and you start to put the pieces together, you see enough of a pattern that you can't really look away because there's a story in there worth telling. A cautionary tale sometimes, and one that does help explain, at least in one case, how someone can get radicalized. And so here we are today to tell you the story of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and how it seems he devolved into a full-blown, unhinged conspiracy theorist. We definitely want to make it clear that we do not want to apologize for his actions or minimize the harm he's causing. It is enormous. It is ongoing. Some of it will not be fully grasped or understood for years. And we'll get to all of that in, in all of its gruesome detail. So don't worry. Stay tuned. Right. But for now, let's talk about how a quirky but seemingly well-intentioned environmental lawyer a spoiled rich kid who managed to kick a drug habit and become a productive member of society went from being a pretty normal guy to one of the leading anti-vaccine personalities in the world. Or to put it another way, here's how Bobby Kennedy Jr. lost his damn mind. Right. And he did. He did. 
and we need to talk about bioweapons. I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years, and um, uh, and you know the, the, what we the technology that we now have to develop these microbes, we have we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure, of, of genetic differentials among different races of the um, of the receptors of the ACE2 receptor, um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and uh, and uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and uh, and Chinese. And but not, we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted that or not. But there are papers out there that show the you know the. Um, the racial and ethnic differential and of impact to that. We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons, and we are developing ethnic bioweapons. That's where all those labs in the Ukraine are about. They're collecting Russian DNA, they're collecting Chinese DNA, so we can target people by race. It's really hard to hear that and not come away with the impression that this is not a well man. You listen to this and this is the kind of thing that you used to hear somebody muttering on the street as you walked by them. This is not a person that you want anywhere near the levers of power. This is a crazy conspiracy theorist type. And now he's being elevated into a national debate and being seriously touted by some people as a candidate for president of the United States of America. Yeah. And it's this science fiction idea that you could expect something like what he's what he's talking about with a vaccine, I guess would make a good episode of Black Mirror, but <laughs> it's not anything real, not anything he can back up, not anything that anyone was talking about, but now apparently we have to because he decided it's a thing. Although he said all this, it and it got recorded it got leaked out it became a story and lots of people denounced it and said this is extremely anti-semitic and uh, even media matters media matters just had a running list of all the <laughs> white nationalists neo-nazis and other conspiracy theorists anti-semites who thought this was the greatest statement ever they were thrilled by it they loved it they were just overjoyed that RFK Jr. blamed the vaccine on the Jews and somehow or another, and he of course doesn't explain it, but yeah, the, the takeaway for them is somehow the Jews bioengineered COVID-19 so it wouldn't kill them. It's just... <laughs> it's insane. It's literally it's insane. the definition of insane. And then he tweeted that this was all, this was dishonest and terrible reporting and the fake stream media strikes again. And you literally said this, mm -hmm. man. You, you, you said the words. Should we play the tape again? And we need to talk about bioweapons. I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past 
two and a half years, and um, uh, and you know the, the, what we the technology that we now have to develop these micro we have we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure of, uh, uh, genetic differentials among different races of the um, of the receptors of the ACE2 receptor. Um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and uh, and uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and uh, and Chinese. And but we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted that or not. But there are papers out there that show the you know the um, the racial and ethnic differential and of impact to that. We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons, and we are developing ethnic bioweapons. That's what all those labs in the Ukraine are about. They're collecting Russian DNA, they're collecting Chinese DNA, so that we can target people by race. Does everybody kind of have the idea? When you go back and you say, well, it's the fake stream media, it's the lame stream media, they're lying about me. Uh, who are you going to believe, me or your lying ears? Well, and he, of course, backs up his denial with a link to some study. And this is what they do, whether it's QAnon or RFK Jr., someone who puts these conspiracy theories, dubious claims out there. Well, they know people are going to ask for a source. So, of course... He's going to bring forward a source, and it's a study. Mm -hmm. Here's a study that definitely proves the thing that I'm saying. Okay, one, RFK Jr. is not a scientist. He doesn't understand the study. Two, is it a real study? Is it by an anti-vaxxer? Is it peer-reviewed? Is it using more than three people? Is it there's, – there's so much difference between a quality study and quality science and information and the sort of junk that gets put out there. There were studies saying that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, they definitely helped against COVID and it's all real and the media is lying to you. And it was some scientist who had lost his, his medical license and he was completely discredited and it had been debunked several times and he had, he had simply uh, put out a non-peer-reviewed study on a website and it just went viral, went everywhere. Ah, Trump was right. And people don't understand the science. People don't care. But yes, the I have a source. Like, well, the internet is full of blogs and full of websites mm -hmm. with words that maybe are written. Now we don't even know if it's written by human. AI is getting pretty good. AI is getting pretty good. It's uh, <laughs> You could probably say, you know, hey, chat GPT, why don't you write me up a source that says ivermectin actually cures COVID and see what it comes up with. Yeah, there was a time with these people when they just didn't have a source and they would just say things and now they always have a source and they did their own research. But not all information is made equal. And I think the adults understand that. RFK Jr. does not seem to grasp it. But <laughs> yes, you did say those words. They are crazy. 
your fans, many of whom are just open anti-Semites, thought it was just the greatest thing in the world for you to say. And of course, there's no moment's pause. There's no apology. There's just, we're going to keep pushing ahead mm-hmm. and keep saying that, yeah, he's he's right. He's saving the children. He's, he's doing the Lord's work. And I think that's at least part of the reason we feel like we have to explain how he got here. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about where he started and how we got to this particular point. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of the Did Nothing Wrong podcast. For just five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, as well as a new one every week and our entire library of premium episodes. Head on over to didnothingwrongpod.com slash subscribe to sign up today. Thanks again for your support. We couldn't do it without you.